This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thanks, disembodied hot girl voice. This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I'm Ernie. And I am end of year Robert. End of year EOY? EOY, my friend. That is right. And that would be snappy, right? It did. It did. It was it was so fast. It was crazy. It's been a crazy year. Yeah, yeah. We've did we've done a, a lot. We've changed our our show to go with the time, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. We we stopped basically, you know, pillaging from like the same resources of uh what would you say? Friends of the podcast? Yes. Yes. And we ventured yes. out and got some new ones. We have. We All have. That is a huge change for us. Yeah. No, we had a lot of fun with that too. I think we did like what would you say like 10 15 interviews in the last three five four or five months something like that yeah yeah some of them were like fast and furious so to speak uh sorry don't want to get sued yeah yeah but it's still the correct term yeah. so let's take the correct term yeah. you know you're, you're no van diesel but you know i'm no rock nice <laughs> which apparently both of them can't stand one another like their work ethic whatsoever but they're glad they can make money you know what i mean yeah. well it's like i was watching okay I'm gonna, we're gonna get into a whole bunch of things but before we get into anything because i have I, okay I, i've had a lot of things i've been watching they're really great stuff and i am gonna do some 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 serious uh fanboying over another group that does podcasting sort of like we do but before i get into all that um, I do want to let everybody know that Ernie and I are kind of sort of going on a brief sort of kind of hiatus over the next couple of weeks um, because this is the last episode of this season at least, if not um, the last new episode for a while because Ernie and I are going to join the holidays and we're going to enjoy our January. So this is a season wrap-up for us. So this will be the end of the season and then we'll start a new season with all new content somewhere between late January and early February of next year, if you can imagine. 2020. 2020, because remember, we're not only a news program, we also have perfect vision. Oh, yes. Well, I do at least. I don't know. I can't say the same about you. No, I I barely have 2020. It's bad. It's bad. It's very bad. Um, But yeah, so there was a lot of, of, of interviews that were done. Van Diesel doesn't like rock. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so that's new. Yeah, it, I don't. It's on the interwebs. I don't know how much stock you could put into what you read on there, but it, it's there. been kind of confirmed through like Twitter, you know, mm. where they basically go at each other. And I, and I want to say, you know, it's more. It, it was more like um, on that latest, the one before the this latest version of Fast and Furious. It was that one that they filmed together. Where essentially, like, it was being held up by Vin Diesel, and essentially, The Rock called him out on that because everyone was wondering why is it delayed? Why is it delayed? And and The Rock, who apparently is not afraid of anyone, basically said, "Well, it's because of Vin Diesel." And at the time, Vin Diesel was like the star of the franchise, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's where Universal was making all their money was these was these car movies, and. No one ever said anything about Vin Diesel's uh, like attitude or anything like that because apparently he's the big star. No, of course. And once they lost Paul Walker, you know, 
he was yeah. going to be the sole guy of this franchise. But then they brought in The Rock, and The Rock kind of eclipsed him. I mean, a lot of people, you know, gravitated toward him, like the way he he acts, and everything, because he's not a, he's not legitimately afraid of him. And he basically called him out, and Vin Diesel didn't respond back. So it all led to that. So The Rock, you know, complains about him being like a prima donna. And he really is a, a phony, uh, tough guy. I mean, if you heard his real voice, his real voice is not like the one you hear in those movies. <laughs> All right. He practiced yeah. that voice. Uh, the, and, of course, Vin Diesel, like, criticizes The Rock because he doesn't care about anyone else's schedule but his own. So he's always wow. late or, you know, he'll want to go over, you know, things like that. So, like, you know, and and I don't know. I guess this is this will be – a new thing if whether you're pro rock or pro vin i'm not sure it depends on how much legs how much legs or how many legs or how much leg i don't know there's a phrase out there with legs in it um those movies will have in the upcoming year because the rock is going strong in so many things now um Kev, you know he's you? now he yeah he's doing um, the, Juma- the next Jumanji movie is coming out, which you know he he really is. He's getting a lot of very positive feedback from that. He's supposed to be Black Adam. That's coming out. Well, that's so, going to start filming next year. Is it? It's not going to come out in twenty twenty. No. Starting to film. Film, but it keeps him busy. Okay, so he's still coming. He's still doing big things. What's Van Diesel doing? You know, that's the real question. I so I don't know that there is going to be much of a competition if The Rock keeps competing and just doing stuff and then Diesel just kind of doesn't you know in the same way well, so it might end up being a non non sequitur where it doesn't really matter yeah yeah it, it, i don't think it matters because like vin diesel now because the rock just released his own um move fast and furious movie pretty much without vin diesel mm-hmm. you know, right Hobbs versus shaw i mean even though it didn't like break records at the box office like the other movies did um from what i understand is it's it was still a watchable movie oh yeah it was decent it was fun i mean you know but um but yeah so i have been so speaking of movies that are good or not right, good go and like i've been watching and i know it's not new but i recently got really bought into honest trailers Huh. I don't know if you've ever watched. Them. Yeah, I've watched. I've watched a few of those uh, on YouTube. But go on. Um, these guys are. I mean, and again, fanboying a little bit here because I've been kind of obsessively watching them over the last couple of weeks. Um, they're really good. They're really funny. They have really good, some really good fun insights, and and I think there's like a whole production team, so they're not just one dude and a camera like us, you know, two dudes and a camera, two dudes and a mic, and I in our case. Yeah. But they're like a whole production team that does this, that does visual graphics and the whole thing. And they, and now they have Jay and silent Bob working with them. Yeah. And you know, Jay and, have you seen the Jay and silent Bob part of their show now? No, I haven't seen I, that. Okay. I, I think it's on there. Now they have honest trailers plus. So it's other stuff you can pay for to watch like Jay and silent Bob unwrap toys. Hey, it's it's uh, <laughs> about marketing, man. It's about yeah, marketing. No, they got they and they. And the funny thing is, is that uh, so they were doing the trailer. Cause the big ones I wanted to see was all of their stuff that they did on the Star Wars movies. 
Okay. And you can tell kind of through the, the way they talk about it. They are giant Star Wars nerds. Plus, They're they have conf- a team of people that does the research for them. Of course, right. All the all the voice does is he just you know reads what they say. I mean, that's all he yeah. does. But yeah, they all have a role to play, and that's cool. But the the interesting thing that they do with these movies is is they aren't always harsh on all of them. So that's kind of cool. That you know, if it's actually a decent movie, they will say it's a decent movie. But I watched one um, just today about um, the Emoji movie. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've seen the Emoji movie. I saw the Emoji movie. Uh, didn't see it when it came out. I th- believe I saw it when it hit video. Yes. Well, I watched it on Netflix. I'll, th- I'll name drop today. Why not? It's the end of the year, for God's sake. We're going to name drop a little. <laughs> um, so I was watching it on Netflix um, just because everybody had been, you know, kind of been out there for a hot minute and people were talking about it. So I was like, okay, let's see what this is all about. You know the the saddest part of that whole movie for me was what's that? And they actually mentioned it in the in the honest trailer of it because they basically burned it a new one. I mean, they had nothing positive to say at all, which I can't really blame them. I didn't realize it because I kind of glazed over it. But Patrick Stewart, I think Sir Patrick Stewart, actually is the voice of the poop emoji. Yes. Yeah. I really, I really, I kind of re-realized that. At when they were talking about it, I was like, yeah, that is really depressing. But you got to understand, T.J. Miller, the the guy who drove that movie into, like, existence, right? The guy who signed mm. on for it, and Sir Patrick Stewart also lent his, his voice. It is, and, sir. Yeah. And, and uh, Maya Rudolph. Um, like, the, like, essentially, the, it was all about, hey, look, you know – we're doing this movie for us. Like we're stepping out of the whole, like we're doing Deadpool. We're doing mm-hmm. all these other things. Like he was in Silicon Valley. You know, mm. uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, and he was like, you know what? I'm just going to do a, a silly, ridiculous movie, emoji movie. And everyone knew it. Even I think we called it in our movies that are going to bomb. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. That's yeah. true. We have to do another one in a couple, in a month or two uh, for next, next year. year. Yeah. We yeah, it's gonna be we said, we said that it was just playing on the hype of how the emoji like uh, phenomenon caught on. Oh yeah, and it was just a quick then, cash grab. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which it did. I mean, I watched it with my daughter. My daughter thought it was funny because she sure. got to see all the little emojis that her and her friends use. You know. I mean, that's the target audience at the end of the day. Besides a few poop jokes here and there. Yeah. Yeah, so. and it had an underlying story, right? I mean, about the, about the, you know, the man not really having to be meh. He could be like a smiley, or he could be anything. He didn't have to fit in the box. Yeah, yeah. You Even know. though that was kind of his job, but yeah. you know, whatever. He was supposed to be the yeah. man. You don't have to do your job <laughs> if you really because... don't want to. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's really the point of the movie, right? At yeah. the end of the day. So, 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 yeah. They, it was a very mixed year for a movie. Yeah, I mean, it was. It, it really was. Well, there was a lot of bright spots to the year. Hey, and you, you know, know what? We start off the year with, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Shazam started off the year, right? I think so, yeah. It was pretty early anyways. Yeah, Shazam. I mean, and that was a, yeah, and that was a, a, a solid success. But there are a lot of controversial movies. Yeah, Aquaman. You know, 
Yeah. Uh, and then we had uh, Endgame. Right, which, you know. Three hours, which I've watched. Yeah. I've watched it five times, and I'll give you a quick story about Endgame. Um, as you know, uh, or as the audience may want to know, I am one of the sus- first subscribers of Disney+. Plus. That first Even time. before me, which is shocking. But I tell you, the only reason why I didn't subscribe – I haven't subscribed as of yet, but I will in the next couple of weeks. Or by the time this episode launches, I may have gotten it. I just spent an exorbitant amount of money getting the gas tank in my car that was cracked replaced. Dang. Yeah. That's why I don't have Disney Plus yet. That is strictly the only reason that I don't have it yet. Oh, Go on. It sucks. It sucks. Being an adult, I get it. I get it. Being an adult sucks, especially when there's so many cool things out there. I, you know, I just want to sit down and watch Gargoyles. I mean, I, I know oh, Mandalorian. Yeah, Everybody's losing their mind. Watched it. I, I want to. Yeah, I want to go. I want to sit down and watch Gargoyles again. You know, that's that's kind of what I want. And yes, everybody's going. You know, I I was the craziest thing with for me for the Disney Plus thing was I thought the Mandalorian episodes were longer than they are. No, they're not. They're the perfect length, and yeah. sadly enough, it really you when you're done with it, you're like, "What's the next one dropping?" Oh, they're really messing with us. They're only dropping one per week, and it's usually on a Friday. And you're like, "I can't do this," so you end up watching the episode again. Then you go back and you rewatch the other ones, and you're like, "Oh, I'm seeing all this other stuff, all this other story overlaying on this other story." Yeah, it's crazy Back-to- how they have the hooks. Oh yeah. So back to the end game. Back to end game. So um, of course I let my father have like his own profile, so that way he could watch it. And I'm like, look, all the Marvel movies are here. He goes, oh, I think I'm caught up. I saw Infinity War. I'm like, no, that wasn't the last one. End game's the last one. And so he goes, okay. So I put it on, and I want to say it was about eleven o'clock. I and my dad Ooh. is not a, like a like a late person. Right, I'm not a late person. I'm in bed by ten, so I can understand. Right. Plus, he had late. plus he had the day off the following day. Like he had the following Friday off anyway. So okay. like, it was like oh, Thursday okay. night. I set it up for him, and he was off on Friday. Um, so he started, you know, the first couple minutes. I'm like, well, let me get out of here. It's kind of late. I'm gonna head home and get some bed. So he gave me the hug. I go go home, and um, like the next day, I get this call from him, like around ten o'clock in the morning. He goes. He goes, hey, I I ended up watching the rest of that movie. I'm like, Dad, that thing's three hours long. You watched the whole thing? He goes, yeah. I, you know, you left it there. Like, it was about 15 minutes in or 20 minutes in. And he started watching. He goes, man, I can't believe they killed them all off. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. He goes, I don't like the fact that they killed them all off. Like, there's no more Avengers. Like, they're gone. I'm like, yes. That's the – it's in the title. I don't know who else may have acted like my father and all this, but yeah, my dad was totally not expecting that. He is, an, he is a typical non-superhero genre fan moviegoer though. He's yeah. the other half. I mean how ballsy as a movie studio do you have to be to launch a movie with 15 characters – and I'm probably lowballing – no origin story whatsoever. You are making a big assumption that by the time you watch this movie, you either are on board or you're not. There's no halfway. 
you either know these guys or you don't. They're making yeah. snips and clips and stuff that were from three months, five years ago, from an, another movie they were in. You either know it or you don't. So anyway, right. so he calls you. So he watches what Endgame. He watches the, the entire Endgame. So I guess he went to bed around two o'clock in the morning or so uh, after watching it. But I, I was like, so wh- what was your favorite part of the movie? And he goes, it was when Captain America grabbed the hammer. And I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh. So we started talking about it. And that was like sure. the cool thing because my dad, he was like, he had seen the other movies. And he's seen sure. a couple of them maybe once or twice more. Mm-hmm. But like, I, you know, the I had to tell him, well, you know what the theories online are about this, right? He goes, no, tell me. So I told him about the online theory of, you know, Cap could always wield the hammer. He chose not to in Age of Ultron, so he wouldn't show up to the team. Then there's the other theory of him, like, um, not being able to pick up the hammer in that scene. That's why it only budged, because he was still harboring the knowledge of Bucky killing, uh, you know, Tony's dad and mom. Interesting. Okay, right. So he didn't feel, he himself didn't feel worthy of, of wielding Molinier. So that's what I was telling my dad. My dad was like, oh, what movies are those? I'm like, crap, you got to go watch these other movies. You got to watch Age of Ultron, and then you got to watch Winter Soldier. You got to watch, you know, all that stuff all over again. So he went on his, because he had a few days off, so he started flipping through and rewatching all those movies. Um, So I was, I was, and then I saw, and this is, this is me getting ahead of myself. The next day, somebody asking, hey, I got Disney Plus. Um, what movies – now I can watch all the Marvel movies in order. Which ones should I watch first? Ouch. So okay. I, so I <laughs> said – and this got, me, this got me a lot of heat from this. And probably okay. this person knows that I'm not doing it to be malice or anything else, but I said – the ones to that you could totally skip over that have no other like point in watching them, unless you fast forward to the end credit scenes, right? They don't advance the overall story of the Infinity War that we're watching, right? This whole universe. I enjoy the characters that are in the particular movie, but go on. I'm I'm listening. All right, you could skip Hulk. Which, yeah, you could skip that one. Except my daughter loves Hulk, and she enjoyed the movie. It's an okay movie. My son is definitely against it. He says it doesn't count. He never will count it. He thinks it's crap. My daughter likes it, but she just likes Hulk the character. Move on. But yes, that's true. All I right. agree the, re- the reason why – and that's the same argument, but I'm like, but if – but you can't say no. that because the end credit scene in that Hulk movie is yes. Tony Stark going right. to General Ross. So he that movie is part of that universe and I'm tired of oh, saying it's not part of the universe like it is because Tony Stark's in the movie. Yeah, no, I completely agree. My son's just being a 17-year-old, you know, whatever, snot-nosed brat. That's okay. I love him anyways. But no, I, I mean, yeah, but it is part of the universe. It's just not anybody's favorite and you don't have to watch it. You no, won't do anything. It it okay. could do anything. You could literally fast forward the whole movie, watch that what is it? Twenty-eight second scene. Yeah, and be cool. And you know what? You you know what what happens. You know yeah. what happens. Eventually, Hulk becomes part of the Avenger Initiative. Right. All right. 
the, okay, what else? the other two to avoid were Iron Man 2 and 3. Those two do not advance the story whatsoever except for the end credit scenes. Yeah. I mean, again, it, it depends on your feelings on Iron Man, the character. The movies were mm, okay. I mean, they were fine. But, I mean, you know. You, you could say Iron Man 2 introduces us to Don Cheadle as Rhodey because before yeah. it was Terrence, whoever it was. Yes. From Iron Man. Yeah. 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 From from uh, You Complete Me. You Had Me at Hello. That movie. No, no, no. Wrong guy. That's Cuba. Oh, right. It's Cuba. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> you got him confused. He's in the yeah. movies. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Great. Okay. Moving on. All right. So Iron Man 2 and 3. I said those two movies do not – if you watch them, they have nothing to do with the Infinity Stones, the Gauntlet, anything like that, right? True. They're good movies. I mean, they do further some of the plot if you're – it gets you to – the only thing it includes that would be of use, A, you like Iron Man. Right. Again, you're, you want to see what he's in. Cool. Right. The other thing it does that isn't directly related is it does explain or talk more about the relationship that Iron Man and, and, and his girl have. Yeah, Iron Man and Pepper. So it kind of explores that relationship so you can kind of be – like on point with what's going on and why they're having the thoughts of kids at the end of that. Yeah, so it's like I'm like you you don't necessarily have to watch those if you want to get to you know the the end game. I said Avengers Age of Ultron wasn't the best one. The first Avengers was good. It had a lot of, but Age of Ultron even though it had a lot of bad points. Oh gosh, it is so it boring. Had- but there's so many scenes. Yeah, I mean, you get there's to know so many scenes that are just so good. Get, I mean, I love the the building of who Ultron was. There are no strings. I mean, that whole creepy robot thing. I mean, you get, you get the you get the introduction of Vision in that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. You get the introduction of like um, uh, Natasha and and everybody else. You know, become and the whole cluster. The Hulkbuster, like I said, it's such a lot of good scenes. It's such, it, but it's like watching it; it was just boring, right? And that was the consensus coming out of it. Like it did, it did well in the theaters because everyone was like, "How are you going to follow up the Avengers?" Because the first Avengers movie was great. Mm-hmm. All right, that one was great because you got to see them all on the screen for the first time. Um, mm-hmm. Age of Ultron was like a lot of CGI, and it was like. You kind of didn't get Ultron's plan, you know what I mean? Like it was very convoluted, um, and, it, and like you said, there's a lot of different stories going on, but it was just boring. So I said Age of Ultron. Then um, I said um, both Ant Man movies were boring. Well, no, I really? take that back. Well, I, I say really, back. they were bank heists. The first one was a bank well, was yeah. a heist movie, and the second movie was like a retelling of the first movie, but they threw in uh, like the ghost for good measure. And everyone was like, who the hell's ghost? Right? Yeah. <laughs> kind of a random bull there, yeah. No, but I mean, they were they were fun movies. I mean, and Ant-Man is in all the rest, and you, know, you kind of want an intro to who he is as a character and what his story is, so you'd have to at least watch the first one. I mean, he's in Endgame. He's to me, he's right there. It's like, well, if you don't watch that movie, you're not going to know who he is. Yeah, but to me, like 
he plays such an insignificant part even in Infinity War and Endgame. He's the one who ruins the whole thing. In the end game, you know who ruins it? It's the rat that lets him out, okay? So let's let, let me not get there, all right? I hate to poop on all you Marvel guys' parade, but it was a freaking rat, all right, that stepped on a button in his van. Just just throw yeah. that out there. Okay, so both Ant-Man movies I said to skip because really – Nothing having to do with the Avengers as a whole. However, if you fast forward to those end credit scenes, right? Mm-hmm. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I said Thor Dark World. Out of all the Thor movies, that's the probably the one you could uh, uh, that you could definitely skip and not miss anything. Nothing whatsoever. Even though the whole movie's about the ether, right? Which is one of the mm-hmm. Infinity Stones. And you could totally skip over it because it's such a hard movie to watch. It is, and the thing, funny thing is, is like they're talking about in the end in the end game movie about you know he he had to go back and he had to find his girlfriend in the ether that had poisoned her and stuff. And I was like, I don't remember any of this. Yeah, yeah. Like I have no remembrance of this movie whatsoever. Yeah, forget and I would be, oh, this is the dark right now. Remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said yeah. I said that I said the two Ant Man movies I said the two Iron Man movies, um, and the uh, Age of Ultron. I said everything else pretty much is on point, right? Would you not agree? Yeah. Again, I'll, I I argue I I'll argue for Age of Ultron because it does have a lot of good moments, and I will argue for at least one Ant Man. I'll argue a little bit for those two, but the rest, yeah, pretty much. Dark World, you can skip, and Iron Man, unless you're a huge Iron Man fan, no need to see two or three. Oh, let me tell you how many things I got. Like, somebody, like, put a little sad face emoji on, on it, and someone put an angry, and the person who put an angry, like, responded with, you are incorrect. Watch all of them. I'm like, that's insane. You don't not all the movies are good. You know what I mean? Not all of them are good. As much as everyone likes to think it, not all of them were good. No, they're not great movies. And again, it's hard to it's hard to separate them out from each other as the single movie when you're looking at an overarching story. But hindsight's twenty twenty. When they were out, they were what they were. Oh, they were I also I, I completely forgot. I said Captain uh, Captain Marvel. You could skip over that. You know, and and here's the thing, because I actually had a conversation today about uh, Brie Larson uh, and, and, and what role she should play next and how everybody's like on two fences of her. And I'm like, look, I went back and watched Captain Marvel again just with, with fresh eyes just to see maybe I missed something. As did I, and I watched it with uh, with my daughter. And I got nothing out of it. I really didn't. It's really more of, you know, Nick Fury's origin story than it is her. Yeah. And I just people don't like, feel anything for her. She's not she's not emoting anything, unfortunately. And 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 the story again, I hate to say it too, it was about as hackney as you could get of a story as you could get. It was Top Gun for girls. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. It was it was a retelling of Green Lantern. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> But but you know it felt Top Gunish you know with the, the thumbs up from the airplane every two seconds. I don't Mar- know. I Marvel. I felt, oh, I want to yeah. Marvel. You know, I'm yeah. like you're kidding me. 
and yeah. and like changing the name to like the Avenger Initiative. Like you, you had to have known a lot of the other movies for this movie to make sense. That's why I said skip over Captain Marvel. The only thing you want to watch in Captain Marvel is that little twenty-eight second like scene at the end. When no, sure. When they're like, "Hey, the the pager stopped." You know, what right. do we do? How do we turn it back on? And then she's standing right behind, uh, what's her name? Natasha. And right. Like, where's Fury? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, again, it's Fury's origin story, and it answers the one question we all wanted to know, you know? Why does he wear an eye patch? Yeah. He got scratched. That's it. Yeah, he got scratched. He got scratched. Yeah. So the, uh, yeah, so I watched it with, with my daughter, and she watched it, and I was like, so what do you think? She goes, it was okay. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought about it, too. It, it was okay. I watched it expecting, like, and I had to, exp- and, and the thing was, I had to explain it to my dad. It's like, he goes, all right, so what makes her so special? I'm like, well, she's a living Infinity Stone. She absorbed the power from the Tesseract is essentially what it, what it all boils down to. Yeah, at the end of the day, which is, the whole thing is, Again, and I, I it, it had so much potential. We need strong female characters. Absolutely, we need strong heroes that are female, that are across the board. I agree with that. But it has to be a good story. You can do it with – because they've been talking about recently, again, um, how Wonder Woman was like the first strong female character. I was like, uh, you know. Not really the first, but okay. I mean, you know, Sigourney Weaver had that bag wrapped up and tied with a nice little bow for a lot longer. Well, um, Sarah Connor. I would say Sarah Connor's been around a lot longer, and she fits into the genre as well. Does they not count because they don't have superpowers? Is that what, where you're going with that? Plus, there was already a Supergirl movie from the 80s. Yeah. You know, I. Yeah, it's like, guys, no. You just. You're. The problem is, is the people that are saying these things are a quarter of, or a quarter to half our age. That's correct. Yeah, for them, this is. But really, but I mean, I mean, when you look at when you look at the Wonder Woman movie, it is even really much of an origin story itself. It's more like a story with Wonder Woman in it, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. and it's a great story. It was very well done. It was it was it was a good movie. Yeah. Dark Phoenix, I kind of liked more than Captain Marvel, to be honest with you. Really? Uh, yeah. Interesting. I liked Dark Phoenix more than I liked Captain Marvel. Really? And everybody thought that was a disaster. Oh, everyone picked it apart. Well, it wasn't as much of a disaster as the original, I believe. Oh, I uh, Last people, Stand? Yeah. Yeah. I think people are, are willing to say that it was better than Last Stand, at least. Yes. But it still wasn't good. No. Unfortunately. No, it, 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 to me, it was like one of those, all right, I could see this studio basically saying, well, we're not going to have these IPs anymore mm-hmm. anyway, so let's just do a movie we want to do. So we're going to do this type of movie, and we're going to insert these IPs in it. Yeah. No, absolutely. And there's so much stuff that Disney's going to have to figure out with all of those things of what they're going to do and how they're going to do it because there's just so much they own now. Yeah. You know, plus, how they- my dad's like, what's next? I'm like, well, um, you're going to get a, a Captain Marvel Part 2. You're going to get a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, Which I think will be fun. I mean, because Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 were unique movies, and they were a lot of fun. You know what? You could skip, you could skip Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. 
You could, but it was a lot of fun, though. But it has nothing to do with the story. I'm, I think I've well, done that yeah. as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still a fun movie. It's still an enjoyable movie. And I think three with Thor in it. Oh, right. Be a, oh, you mean, you mean Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would um, be fun. Well, I had to explain to my dad that, like, essentially what happened in the in the comic book universe as well is that the Avengers couldn't do it all by themselves. So there mm-hmm. were there were uh, assembled a group of new Avengers, and majority of them were female. He goes like, "Who?" And I was like, "Scarlet Witch." He's like, "Who's Scarlet Witch?" You know, and I'm like, Are you watching any of the movies at all so far? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I had to explain to him. You know, because he's thinking like, you know, Scarlet Witch, like the comic book, she's dressed in that weird getup. Oh, yeah, yeah, But in yeah, the yeah. movies, she's just normal. She's just wearing pants, the, a coat, you know? And I'm yeah, like, which is I'm like, remember the girl with the red magic and she almost like basically handed it to, to Thanos before like he like bombed himself to escape? So I said, just imagine it's going to be a whole team. I'm like, it's going to be a She-Hulk. I'm curious as to how they're going to play that one. And I heard it's the girl it's really from Brooklyn Nine Nine. It could be really good or really awful, and you just have to play it carefully. That's, that's, an, that's all I heard. Weird. I'm like, so you got to bring Mark Ruffalo in, who's been like really weird lately. I don't know if you noticed that. Um, mm. Like, essentially, he admitted that it was his script that got leaked out. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so I was like, gosh, man, why are you so weird? Like. You have, like, arguably one of the best jobs, but yet you're so weird. I don't understand it. And uh, yeah. so essentially he's going to be passing the torch off to this girl. My understanding, rumor has it, it's the, it's the girl from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, when, and somebody, like, online, like, just did, like, some green overlay. And I'm like, okay, yeah, she could pull off She-Hulk. You know. I'm not going to see. Again, it's, it's a weird character. It's a weird story. And again, his I don't know. cousin who got a blood transfusion because she was in a bad car accident. Yeah, no, I get, I get yeah. the story. It's just weird. Yeah, it's weird. So how are you going to yeah. work all that in? Whatever, yeah. right? Um, I kind of, I've been trying to get my dad to catch up with the Spider-Man because that he didn't really pay attention to, right? Like mm-hmm. Homecoming, he was like, "All right, it was, it was an okay movie, I guess." And then uh, we watched Far From Home, and he's like, "It was more enjoyable than the other one." But, like, for him, it was kind of like, okay, now what? How does this work in with, like, the other movies? I'm like, it really doesn't. Yeah, it touches it, but it doesn't really weave into it. Like, Spider-Man becomes a member of the Avengers, the new Avengers. Yeah, well, and, yeah, he always kind of floats, and they're still talking all the stuff they're going to do with that. Doc Strange. Oh, I said to skip over Doc Strange. Nothing to do with with the Stones. That was just an origin story. Just, like... We have to introduce him, so you know, because he's going to be part of the Infinity War slash, you know, Endgame. He introduces the Time Stone. He uses it in the movie to defeat the big bad. So he does use the Time Stone. You you do understand what it does and where it is at that point. Okay, so, I mean, but I mean, you don't have to watch it. I would rather watch the third, the the twenty second clip at the end. I like Doctor Strange. I know. I can't know. wait. I, I like to wait. I, I can't wait for a second one. Yeah. I'm a huge Doctor Strange fan, but I, I think it's I think it's going to disappoint. But that's just my my opinion of it. Um, it depends because it could be my hope for it. My hope for Doctor Strange two 
is it pushes all the rest of the characters into the multiverse. Where are the X-Men? They're in a multiverse. They're just not on Earth. But oh, X-Men yeah, that's exists. the other rumor. Yeah. They're gonna introduce yeah. some of the X-Men too. That I that I wouldn't be I would be okay with because they're gonna have to find all new people. Those guys are have moved on. And if Disney no. wants to get those guys back, you're talking they're gonna have to break the bank to bring them back. Yeah, and I don't think they want to. I think they want to bring in new people. And you know what? It's time. Hang up a hat. Move on. I mean, hell, you get X-23 and everybody will be pouring to the theaters to see that. I don't care in any version. Then, uh... Make it a New Mutant. You know, none of those characters yeah, are New Mutants. New Mutants oh, would be great. Uh, yeah. I think Deadpool's probably done. I know they still want to keep doing them. I heard they're making a three. Yeah, but... I- I think they're making the three, and the three is going to bring him X-Force. coming into the Marvel universe. Yeah, they're bringing him in. But uh, I mean, for me, like I, I, I think I'm okay. I'd rather. Yeah, I mean, I don't need more. Him, I'd rather see a movie with Cable, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think we need another Deadpool movie. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, oh my god, we need more. I think two is good. I think they did well with the two movies they had, and I don't think they need another one. Again, Deadpool's one of those characters who doesn't need to hold... He's not going to hold the movie. Yeah, He's a team player. He's a sidekick, snarking, when you need a massive amount of people killed character, he's the guy you bring in. He shouldn't, after these two movies, really need to be the mainstay of the story. just doesn't. Then, then you know, Then you know what happened, right? After all that, after putting all that on screen, right? We saw all that. We saw like, you know, the entire Marvel universe on screen for the first time. Epic battles, you know, people mm-hmm. crying because Steve Rogers and is gone, and and Tony's gone, and everyone was crying, like legitimately crying, which I found really odd about this. And, you gotta remember what the age range is, and these people grew up with these characters now, and then. And then Warner Brothers was like, oh, hey, <laughs> release the clown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and you know what? God Most bless him. Profitable comic oh. book, book movie ever. It cost them $50 million to make. And a lot of that had to do with some sort of like um, – I think it was to secure Joaquin and Robert De Niro, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of it was based on, like, I think their their salaries. Yeah, yeah, because there was no big CGI or anything like that. See, if they make more movies like that, DC has a chance. A billion. Before yeah. it got to China, it hit a billion. Yeah. Oh, hey, and what? As as I've always said, I'm not a Marvel versus DC kind of guy. I like both. Give me a good quality movie. Both have failures in them. Marvel just happened to have a longer run of successes. It doesn't mean that DC's never succeeded. It doesn't mean DC doesn't succeed in the future. I think that DC is going the right direction overall, where they're not trying to build the Bible universe. They're trying to build little stories about single characters yeah. that don't necessarily tie in together. Yeah, if which, you look at it, like... You have that movie, Joker, billion dollars. Aquaman, billion dollars. And then uh, Shazam, which came up to like 800 million or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. And they're all single movies. They have no overarching no. story. They don't need to. And I think people forget that. Is that they don't need to have a huge overarching story to be a comic book movie. It could just be 
a comic book movie that's one shot and done. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the 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 funny part is is that even though we got that in Shazam, you had the 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 two seconds that you saw Big Blue on screen at the end of the movie. And that was like they're kind of like thumbing their nose at, at Marvel, saying, "Yeah, you want crossover? There you go. There's one. All you get, all you see is the suit. You don't even see <laughs> from the neck neck up, right? Yeah, you see yeah. from the neck down. And you're just like, oh my god, it's him! Like literally, like everybody in the theater was freaking out. Um, and same way with my dad. My dad was like, oh my gosh, is that him? I'm like, no, that's not Henry Cavill. And then Henry Cavill is like constantly getting like bothered. Yeah. Like you're like, is, are you done? He's like, we'll see. The it, it, it's it has yet to be determined. He goes, I still have the costume. Is basically what he's saying. It's still in the yeah. closet. Yeah. So, yeah. and then think about this: people are going back to the DC movies, and they're watching Man of Steel, mm-hmm. BVS, Suicide Squad, and Justice League again, and they're saying, all right. The criticism for Justice League is probably legitimate because what we were shown in Comic-Con, the trailers, and people that went to the pre-release before like the CGI was done said it was a completely different movie. We want to see that movie, right? Right, right. So, so I think that one had some, some legitimate issues. Yeah. Even though it did well, it got like $900 million worldwide. It didn't break the billion, so they considered that a, a, a failure because it didn't break a billion because you had the big three on screen is basically what you, yeah. what they're saying. Yeah, which is silly. BVS, uh, same thing. It, it got like $800 million, but that was because people really wanted that movie to fail at the outset. Like that after that first week, like literally – Everyone kept saying, well, you know my story. It was ruined for me before I went to go see it. Somebody had told me how it ended, which is Superman dying. I'm like, oh, crap. I didn't know that about the movie. So there's an awful thing to do for that. I mean that's like the biggest thing. Yeah. I mean, again, it was it was so many stories shoved in. They just shouldn't have done it that way. They shouldn't give me give me two movies. I would have watched that in two movies. Give me a proper death of Superman, and I will watch the hell out of that. Well, and, but, and to everyone, and basically everyone's saying it's more of a Batman movie than it is a Superman movie. It's very heavy Batman, but I'm like, but it's in the title. It's Batman v Superman. Yeah, and, so it is his movie. Yeah, sort it's of. pretty much his movie. But I understood like what Zach was trying to do because he's like, look, I want to get to Justice League one and two, and. You don't form a Justice League if you have a Superman because Superman can take care of all the problems. So I had to get rid right. of him before Justice League. Yeah. So people were saying BVS actually is a pretty decent movie now when you go back and look at it because it, it is what could have been, right? Yeah. 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 No, it, it was kind of the – which is – and it's so weird to me because if you look at it big picture – you look at the Marvel, you look at the DC, you look at the M. Night Shyamalan stuff. Yeah. You know, they're all good stories. They just, the best execution was the one that Marvel did. And like Shyamalan's was good, but it was over such a long period of time that nobody remembered it. DC tried, but they, you know what they it really happened, I feel, with DC? It wasn't so much they couldn't do it, it's that they, they, they second guessed themselves. Well, they yes. thought. They did. 
they they had good products in the can already, and they mm-hmm. and they did the mistake of going online to see who likes them. Yeah, it's like who likes me? <gasps> they all hate us. We can't do anymore. Oh my god! Oh, they say they say that the movies are too dark. We need to change the filter. Like then, then like that whole Justice League is like got this red filter on it, right? Yeah, um, and then uh, they did the same thing with Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, despite the fact that everyone picked it apart, right, almost made a billion dollars, and it's brought in a whole other series of other movies with with Harley Quinn. They were just like, yeah. forget like all this other stuff. Like, let's just get other movies for, with Harley in it. They even convinced uh, James Gunn, Guardians of the Galaxy, to make another Suicide Squad movie. And why not? Why not? And, he, and at the end of the day, to them. Unlike us, it's just a role, it's just a movie, it's just a job. Don't freak out that everybody's switching side. It's just a movie. Oh, yeah. They the, the movies well. It's okay, guys. They're not traitors to the cause. Yeah, the uh, yeah. apparently, yeah. like, now it's – they want to go back and release the heirs cut of Suicide Squad because apparently he's saying the same thing. Like, look, the studio – I gave them a different movie. The studio gave it to the company that made the trailer – and recut my movie. That's crazy. That's why it's like two different movies like spliced together. Yeah. So, crazy stuff. Yeah, so I think I think going into this, you know, going into the new year, um, everyone's like and then the whole Disney Plus, Apple TV, uh, Netflix, oh, yeah. Netflix buying Nickelodeon. Um, yeah. Trying to compete. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I. The problem is, it's going to reach a point of saturation where nobody's going to want to see any of it because it's just too much. It's just too much. Nobody can watch all of this stuff. How do you keep up? No, I mean you can't. I, I it, and I'm looking at Disney Plus. The Mandalorian is magical. All right, for anyone who is a Star Wars fan, you know they basically this whole and I hate to say it, Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's basically saved the franchise. And uh, sadly, this new movie coming out, The Rise of Skywalker, which I remain spoiler free to this day. Um, no trailers even at all? No, no, only the first nice. one. Only the first one. Good, uh, good. Yeah, it may end up like splitting, splitting again. It may tear apart um, the fan base again. No, it will. Guaranteed. There's no way it can't. There's no way it can. Because, I think they changed the movie like three times already anyway. Yeah. I mean the only thing that can ruin Star Wars are Star Wars fans. Oh, yeah. Oh, you should so totally – going back to the beginning of the episode where I talked about the Honest Trailer group, you should totally watch the um, the Last Jedi Honest Trailer. It is awesome and it doesn't really put the movie down that much. <laughs> it really just is a giant rant about the only thing that – and they literally almost say your line. You know how they show this. Remember when uh, Kylo Ren is smashing the the the, hel- uh, the helmet, the helmed? No, no, before the helmet when he's taking his lightsaber to the console. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were like, and you know how Star Wars fans are, and it shows that scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's great. It's great. I mean, it's a good, honest trailer. I love it. It's hilarious to watch. Um, you know, and and they do. Um, the first Star Wars, and they're like, we refuse to call it A New Hope. It's the first Star Wars, 
screw you. <laughs> it's great. It's some funny stuff, especially for you, because they, they're they're speaking to to what you talk about. So it, it's a lot of fun. But it really kind of speaks to is is Disney Plus. There's Apple Plus, and as you're saying, Netflix and everybody else. Is it the end? of an error for movie theaters because they're now talking about taking down some of the, uh, and I don't know all the details, but some of the government things that were in place for movie theaters, like who can own theaters, they're taking that away. So like, I believe what it means is that anybody can own a movie theater again and they can show any movies they want. They're not required to. Yeah. You don't have to be beholden to like these big groups, these big distribution houses, right? Right. You can play whatever you want, yeah. which could be very good or could keep a lot of movies out of theaters. Yeah, because, I, I mean, if you, but are, if you have if streaming. are independent and you want to buy, like, the rights to show uh, a Disney, like, let's just say Frozen 2, which I heard mm-hmm. is, like, breaking records as we speak. Um, I don't know. I really don't feel – I'm not feeling it. Well, I, 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 for one, have been way over Frozen. Uh, my daughter, you know, was like inundated with it when she was a kid because she was at that age. Yeah. Now, yep, so was mine. Now she's kind of like, okay, it looks good. I'll watch it. But she's not all about like dress me up as Elsa. Right. You know, I need to have all the Elsa stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's, that's what my daughter's like too. She's like, I hate Frozen. I hate everything Frozen. But I want to see if Elsa has powers. Okay, fair enough. That's that's her that's her that's that's you know she'll watch it on when it comes out on DVD or something. But I heard it, it's breaking records. But it's like it's one of those movies. Like, do we need that? Did we need that movie? No, really? It, that was another one of the what's in the vault. We've made all this yeah. live action stuff. We need another animated movie. Oh, what did well recently? I don't know. Maybe the number one animated movie of all time, Frozen. Let's go back and let's redo that one. And they're talking that the songs are just as going to get stuck in your head as the last one. Yeah, yeah. That one was – I have to admit, man, like like that one was really, really hit, the, hit the, the mega charts. Oh, yeah. No. And, of course, for all the fans out there, what the next movie that's coming out that nobody asked for is Trolls 2 World Tour. Yes, yes, which my daughter's excited for seeing. Oh, she's excited. She's excited because she really? kind of wants to see, uh, you know, all the other trolls, the heavy metal trolls and the and the country trolls and all that. Yeah. She found that yeah. she found that trailer to be so hilariously funny. Huh. All right. Well, maybe it'll maybe it won't be too horrible, but it does have Ozzy Osbourne in it, so you can't yeah. go wrong. Plus, we kind of yeah. missed on that first go round because we did say that was one of the movies that was going to bomb. Oh yeah, we yeah. were we were you know that, that we do have kind of a grudge against trolls just because of that. They proved yeah. that's so totally wrong. It's like who the hell wants to see a movie about trolls <laughs> from the eighties toy genre? Yeah, what the it, hell? And it really wasn't a toy when you think about it. It was just like these little no. hard plastic things. My my mom used yeah. to little monsters, you know, because they look like yeah. ugly little naked monsters. <laughs> Yeah, they're awful. And, and they're going to make a movie out of that? Yeah, how do you make a movie from that? Yeah. And sure enough, Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? That uh, point, but sure. yeah, you're right. The whole like streaming services, why even bother having movie theaters anymore when you have everyone paying either five ninety nine a month or eight ninety nine a month to stay at home? Yeah. You know, you don't have yeah. to pay all that other stuff. You just push it out to your audience. Uh, man, we, we, we got to see what the new year – the new year is going to be 
absolutely crazy stuff. You know, as excited everybody keeps getting over the Marvel lineup of movies, I'm still kind of, eh, it's okay. I am excited about the, the, the Black Widow movie. I am excited about that. But the rest, I'm just kind of... Yeah, I mean, that's just it. My dad's like, he's like, New Avengers? He's like, I'm like, yeah, I know. Anyone who was a fan of, like, Thor, like, or Hulk, or Iron Man, yeah, nobody, if you were a fan of any of those characters, you did not like Endgame. Yeah. They killed all your favorites off. Yeah. It's like Thor wasn't even Thor. I mean, you can even say the same for Captain America. If you were a fan of Captain America, then you probably liked Endgame. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you liked Thor or Hulk, gosh, Hulk, non-factor. Um, yeah, that just depressed me. I was like, and you know what? I gotta say there had to be something there with Mark Ruffalo and all of his weirdness that made them do that for him. Yeah, they basically took him out and just made him like the like the comic relief, right? Like him yeah. being in the in the um, in the donut shop, like doing yeah. autographs or something. Well, another another discussion for another day. But um, yeah, <laughs> but Disney Plus, you know, the Mandalorian is just magic. It, it probably saves the the Star Wars franchise for them. And I heard they're doing a Darth Maul series similar yes. to the Mandalorian. Yes, I've heard that, and obviously the Obi-Wan is finally confirmed. So, yay. But here's the thing. Why aren't they giving... Why are they not giving us Boba Fett? Ha, do you want them to... Well, if they're doing Obi-Wan, why not do Boba Fett? I mean, he's all the way back in time. Yeah. I mean, they still haven't given us Yoda yet, and everyone's like, oh, how cool would that be? I'm like, yes. Yes, give us young Yoda, the life yeah. of Yoda. Yeah, why not? Why not? Asajj, you know, finally, I mean, Asajj Ventress and all of them, like all those Sith, Sith Lords yeah. and everything, and Darth Sidious are, you know, you can just see it. You can, and well, you know, they already have my money, so yeah, exactly. Well, and remember, the problem with Star Wars is that they don't have. A ton of source material <laughs> that was ridiculous. go off of Kathleen Kennedy, one of the greatest <laughs> producers in Hollywood history. Like right out of the gate, her first project was ET. Go fix it, right? <laughs> like how how yeah. else do you start off your career with ET? Um, totally. Oh, did you see that commercial? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that with Elliot. Yeah, did you cry? I didn't cry. Um, I just thought it was great. Okay, uh, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it was everybody was going nuts. Over yeah, it. everyone did go nuts. I want to say people on the interwebs were probably crying. I myself, yeah. um, I myself looked at it and I, and I loved ET as a kid. Like I remember the original release, which if you watch the release now of ET, it is not the same movie. They basically did what you know Steven Spielberg did, what George Lucas did, went back and changed some of the elements of the movie uh, to be a bit more of the times. Um, but yeah, it, it's um, it, it meant a lot to me as a kid. Then when when it came out on VHS for the first time, uh, my parents got it for me for for Christmas one year, and that was like one of my favorite movies. I think I like wore it out in essence <laughs> from watching it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm sure. Um, but seeing like Elliot now, like he and I are like the same age. And, That's kind of scary. Yeah, and you know, I wish they could have gotten the other kids. 
but probably for like scheduling or money for whatever reasons, like they couldn't make an appearance. But I would love yeah. to see Drew Barrymore in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So something. So there's stuff. There's still stuff to look forward to. There's still tons of stuff coming this year that we're gonna be excited about. We are gonna do when we come back. Uh, we're gonna do the you know best and worst movies of 2020. Uh-huh. We'll do our special on that as we always do. Yes. Um, be kicking off the next season with a bang hopefully just like this year we'll be able to get a ton of interviews in with some really cool people you know maybe we'll i would i kind of want some of our audience are to like request people to come back on i think yeah be- yeah because our our i'll tell you what i will say our um interview episodes all have done really well a lot of listeners, a lot of people love it. You know, if you guys want us to do something specific, I mean, we got a lot of cool hits off of some of our, our specialty episodes where we watch a show and make commentary. So we got a couple of things. We'll be doing more of that in the new year, absolutely, when we come back. Um, but we definitely want to say, you know, it's all about Star Wars, and <laughs> that's all that's left of this year. And we're definitely going to have a special episode where we just rant about the movie. It's going to happen where we just cry like little girls about it because at the end of the day, that's, you It's know, pretty that's much it. it that, this is basically Disney saying, hey, uh, people born in the in the 70s, raised in the 80s and, and like 90s, this is it for you guys. All the, the new characters are taking over. You, you know, yeah. that's it. Because, yeah. and if you read, oh gosh, I hate reading stuff about Star Wars because like, I th- want to say it was Ryan Johnson or whoever's doing this last word, or JJ, whoever, like the plan was that Leia was supposed to be the last Jedi. Yes, I did see that. Oh, heart-wrenching. How oh. heart-wrenching is that? Yeah, yeah, no, that that was the plan, yeah. And it it made sense. They were kind of building her up to be, hey, while I was getting older, you know, I did learn some Jedi tricks. <laughs> I got forced. Yeah, you know, I, I may have, like, watched from a distance while everyone was, like, getting trained. And, uh, you know, I, I, oh, gosh, what could have, it's another those, another one of those what could have been, right? Young Leia. Yeah, I would, I would watch that. I'm, I'm actually going back and not, watching. Not the trilogy, not the original trilogy, no, guys. No. Yes, well, there was a young sort of, but there never really was a young Leia movie. Like, like her growing up under Organa, you know, and like yeah. exhibiting some force, you know, sensitive things, you know, moving yeah. stuff. Or, or Young Leia, because, you know, Luke was off building up, uh, doing the same thing that everybody had done before him Jedi-wise. What was she doing? Yeah. You know, how about her and Han Solo's marriage? I mean, come oh, on. Oh, that, that was that would be contentious. I, I would say that would make a good solo part two. Yeah. And and that, well, well, that was the other movie. We, we yeah, kind of so. skipped over that solo that came yeah. out, right? Yeah. Oh, poor solo. Poor solo. Ron Howard. It would have been, been a great trilogy. I would have enjoyed it. Oh, Ron Howard came in, you know, and I thought it was a great movie, but people wanted to hate that movie because of the last Jedi. Yeah. They started the they had to, they had they felt they had to. They felt they had to. Tracy. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, the only thing that can ruin Star Wars is Star Wars fans. But December twentieth, release date, completely sold out. Uh try to find tickets. I'm taking the yeah, I'm, I'm try I'm gonna try and do the first week. 
mistake for the first week. Yeah, like, I, I tried Christmas Day, like the twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth, something. Hey, there. and you know what? Uh, if you want to go on Christmas Day, there's a good, there's probably a good comedy there. I think it's that movie with uh, Will Smith where he becomes a pigeon. Spies in disguise. I, I believe I have less than zero interest in that. You want to see it because Tom Holland's in it too. I know. <laughs> It'll be one of those movies that you say is going to be awful and it's hilarious. Yeah, I know. It's going to be that. Well, because it's the end of a year or at least the end of a season for us, we may have one or two more specialty episodes. And because we're all about the Star Wars, of course, I want to say to all our fans out there, thank you for sticking with us for this glorious year. And we are going to do it all over again next year and hopefully be bigger and better and have bigger and better guests than ever and just do some fantastic things and have a lot of our excellent guests back. You know who you are. Um, Ernie, one last time for one last time this season. 2019. 2019. We bid you a fond farewell. We can only hope for bigger and better next year. A decade gone. A decade gone. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Makes you feel old. Yeah. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. We were young and innocent when this decade started. So young. Yeah, so young. So young. Yes. So if you can muster a slightly nostalgic, slightly morbid, slightly excited, slightly nerdy. Peace out. Peace out, everybody. We will see you next season. And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.